It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I realized that they're making mistakes where they were throwing an interception and you know they could have sworn that the guy was open and i realized if i couldn't explain to them why that receiver in fact wasn't open then they were doomed to repeat that mistake this is our final episode of accelerate everything on the coaching coordinator podcast for the 2023 season this has been an outstanding series i've really enjoyed the guest who dub maddox has brought on as he's hosted this series and we're going to finish this up with what I believe is really some cutting-edge technology that everybody needs to explore getting into. And joining Dub this week on the podcast are Joe Ashfield, who's been on the podcast before. At the time, he was the offensive line coach at Rice. And Dr. Dutch Franz, who's the creator of Reps VR. So, Dub, tell us a little bit about what Joe's been up to and our other guest, Dr. Dutch Franz. Yeah, Joe is, is currently coaching in Europe, so the season coincides with our offseason in, in, in American football. So he can come over during, the, during our football season and help all these colleges and schools that are using the reps VR system because it's, it's growing quite rapidly. And Dr. Dutch Franz is a creator of reps, and uh, he spent 20 years in Army Special Operations and has just a unique background, having his Ph.D. and is a psychologist and, and with his, his special forces training. Really unique lens and how he uses the VR technology to accelerate decision-making under pressure. It's just fascinating. Uh, these guys are just great to talk to, just brilliant minds, and, and they're really doing some cutting-edge stuff with the reps. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. Our guests today are Dr. Dutch France and Joe Ashfield. Dutch is the creator of Reps VR and CEO of Tier 1 Consulting. 
Dutch is a performance psychologist and works with NCAA Division I athletic programs, professional sports teams, and high school programs to optimize performance in multiple domains. Prior to earning his PhD, Dutch spent 20 years in Army Special Operations as a combat commander. Joe Ashfield is currently the offensive coordinator in Fehervar, Hungary, in Europe. Prior to that, he was a coach at the college level, serving as the quarterback coach at Black Hill State University, the offensive line coach at Rice University, and the offensive assistant at Stanford, focusing on the offensive line from 2013 to 2017. Joe was also a quarterback in college at St. John's in Minnesota. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks, Deb. Pleasure to be here. Dutch, we'll start with you. Ten years ago, I was speaking at a Glacier Clinic in San Francisco, and this guy was standing up in the back of the room. I was talking about how we teach quarterbacks how to accelerate decision-making under pressure, and I still remember how intently focused you were during the talk, and after you came up, introduced yourself, and we hit it off. There were a lot of crossover connections between your field of expertise in training in the Special Forces and elite athletes and the R4 system. Before we get into the VR world, give us a quick synopsis of where your background began with training people and how to make good decisions under pressure. Yeah, so you know that that actually probably started, uh, you know, when I was in my early 20s as a young lieutenant and at the infantry school, uh, the Army has been using uh, VR uh, simulation training to train decision making and small unit tactics, you know, way back into the late 80s. And so that's when I first became real interested in it. And then, you know, over the next 20 years as a combat commander, my sole focus every day was how to improve the decision-making and performance of myself and the, the troops I was commanding. And the mental side of performance is, is an area that we focused on along with uh, virtual simulation. You know, our, the idea there is nobody ever does anything right the first time. But if you can get them in a immersive virtual environment and simulation and let them run through it 100 times, then when they get to the battlefield, uh, they're mastering that task or they're mastering the things that they need to do. Joe, I just found out today that you and Dutch met at the same Glacier Clinic I was at. However, I first met you a couple of years later at the AFCA Coaches Clinic in Nashville. I was outside my room and overheard two guys talking about a book called Headset to Helmet. I walked around the corner, introduced myself, and that's how you and I met. Joe, you were an offensive assistant at Stanford at the time. Before we get into the VR, give us some footing on your experience as a Division I coach and some of the sticking points you were seeing with quarterbacks in particular when it came to decision-making under pressure. I actually first started using R4 when I was a Division Three quarterback coach, probably 2009, 2010, back before even the first book when you just had the DVDs out. As a young coach, I was seeing a lot of sticking points, as you said, with, with my quarterbacks. I realized that they're making mistakes where they were throwing an interception and you know they could have sworn that the guy was open. And I realized if I couldn't explain to them why that receiver in fact wasn't open, then they were doomed to repeat that mistake. You know, and the R4 system did more than that for me, but I kept using it. I used it from division three, then I became an offensive coordinator at a junior college at New Mexico Military Institute, and then had the opportunity to go back to Stanford where I'd been a GA and get back into offensive line play. So my first couple of years at Stanford, I just sort of put the R4 aside and said, I'm going to learn the, this West Coast system, how they read the pass routes. And obviously I was deep, I was really deep diving into the run game. But after I'd finally felt good about learning how they read routes and how they taught the system uh, about my third year there, I decided just for fun while we were watching practice film or game film to on every pass play, once I'd watched the protection to look at the routes and as I called it, R4 it. 
right? How would I read this? How would our four teach a quarterback to read this? And what I found was as good as we were as a team, I mean, I think one year we finished number three or number four in the country, but we were still missing open guys early on rhythm that we were being taught to come back to as a third fix, right? And I just thought we're wasting easy completions by looking to somewhere else. And so that's what really convinced me. That I'd already been convinced that the, the usefulness of the system at the lower levels I'd coached at, when I started seeing, you know, what we were missing out on the easy completions we were missing at the Division One level, it, then I was fully convinced that the system could work at any level. Dutch, let's talk about the creation of Reps VR. What was the impetus for it, and what sets Reps VR technology apart from other companies in the market? Yeah, so, you know, kind of our, our origin story goes back to that Glazer Clinic where the three of us met, which is kind of funny. And uh, right after I talked to you, I was waiting to give a presentation about the performance research I'd done at Stanford, and I was following Joe. And so I set up and I started giving my talk, and Joe was in the back of the room. And after my, my talk, we he came up and, and we started talking about the research and he invited me out to Stanford. And I did a distress tolerance workshop out there for them, for their guys that are getting ready to go to the NFL combine and to their pro day along with the coaches. And after that training was done, Coach Shaw gave me a tour of their football facility. And VR for particularly football really started at Stanford in the, the Stanford VR lab. And so when Coach Shaw showed it to me, uh, you know, I went back uh, at that point, you know, 25 years to that early lieutenant that I was at the infantry school, first looking at virtual simulation trainers. And I asked Coach Shaw how he used it. And he said, well, you know, we watch it like video. And I said, well, Coach, if you're not training in it, if you're not interacting with uh, virtual simulation, if it's not measuring your performance, you're really just you know, watching video and, and you can do that in 2D. And so he was intrigued. We talked a, little, talked a little bit and then asked if I could build something at Stanford to help them do that. At that point, uh, Joe and I started collaborating to build what would become uh, reps. And Joe and I co-founded the company uh, about four years ago. And so what really sets reps apart is the ability to measure decision performance measures. And so part of that, that measurement process that we're talking about that elevates performance is what we used to call in the Army, particularly in special operations, the AAR or the after action review. And I think you had uh, actually somebody on here uh, from the Seahawks a couple episodes ago that was talking about that same, that same procedure. And, and basically what the AAR does is it provides a tight feedback loop. And so when you're looking at measuring something, it's not enough to just identify that you did something right or wrong, but to learn from that measurement. And that AR process allows you to do that. So the rep system has a built-in AR system. And if you remember uh, what that coach was talking about, it was, you know, what you anticipated you were going to do, what actually happened, and then why did that happen? Well, in the rep system, our our grading system, our automatic grading system provides all that information. The coaches markup or, or the, the tasks that you embed into that VR simulation is what you expect to happen. 
the video recording of the, the player going through the repetition, because every one of our repetitions are recorded for review, that's what actually happened. And then the grading process and the coaching that happens after that uh, allows you to go back and figure out why something happened and how to improve it. And that feedback loop can happen in seconds, right? That, that can happen within 10 or 15 seconds for a coach and a player. And there's never been the ability to do that in football before. So coaches that are listening, one of the things that you need to understand about this is, is you have a GoPro 360 camera and you will capture whatever snare you want in team and practice, you put it on your quarterback's helmet, for example, you record that, you upload it to the software, and then you can program whatever visual cues or whatever coverage calls, what receiver he should be throwing to, what receiver's covered. It's really endless on what you can program or record, and it's got voice recognition technology that records that. So if he doesn't say what he's seeing at the appropriate time in the timeline that you determine, then you get immediate feedback. It grades that rep, good or bad, pass or fail, based on what he called out. And so you get that accelerated learning and that accelerated feedback loop. Dutch, talk to me about the scientific studies on the difference between virtual reality film with the GoPro 360 versus maybe an animated virtual reality and, and what you found in those studies. Yeah. So, so that research really goes down to the foundational development of a VR simulation. And that, that foundational research was done at Stanford in their VR lab, one of the best VR labs in the world. And what they did there is they wanted to find out when they were building lab, what was the best way to create functional equivalence. So when the, the person is in the VR environment, in that simulation environment, their brain fires the same way that it fires in real life. And so they tried all these different uh, types of simulation. They tried the CGI, they tried animation, they tried real life VR, and had people hooked up to brain scanners, brain monitors when they did that. What they found was that only in real life VR did the brain fire at about the 80 or 90% functional equivalence of it did in the real environment when you're really experiencing that event. And the conclusion was that the brain knows if it's if it's animation or CGI, uh, it knows it, it can register that artificiality no matter how good it is. And certain areas of the brain just shut off. It, they just don't fire together because they know it's not real. And so that's why we adopted that method for the rep system. My first time using this technology, after I, I first used it. I, I went on vacation with my wife and and we were in the ocean. I was in the ocean. I had goggles on and I'm, I'm looking you know, at my ankle level uh, just above the water. And I'm looking down, seeing these fish. And then I go underwater with the, with the goggles on and I see a whole different level of depth perception, a whole different colors. The fish were bigger. It was just like a whole other world. And I immediately thought, this is what my quarterback must feel like in the helmet and here i am teaching him from this thirty thousand foot drone view or this press box view and the reality is not the same and so talk to me dutch about seeing space from the shooter's view and how it impacts and accelerates the quarterback's ability to make proper decisions yeah you really hit on something there and that's that's something critical to coaching and and something in the military that we picked up on pretty early right is when you when you do that 30,000 foot view 
uh, what I call the coach's view. And when we say that, we're, we're talking whiteboard, we're talking sideline cameras, even end zone cameras or huddle view, something like that. You're showing the field from how the coach sees it. And that's great for conceptual learning. And for the coach who's strategically minded, that's a great way to think of the field. For the player, the field is chaotic. And that's the way it is for a, a combat soldier. It's chaotic. There are things in the way. Things are happening really fast. Your observation's obscured. And, and it's not as clean as X's and O's. And so when you train a combat shooter or a quarterback, you've got to train them from their perspective. You've got to translate that X's and O's strategic view to the, the shooter's or the quarterback's tactical view. And asking a particularly a high school quarterback to be able to make that transition is really difficult. You know, it's easier for the coach to translate his coaching into that shooter perspective than it is to expect a 15, 16, 17-year-old kid to translate you know, his decision-making that's happening in a fraction of a second into the coach's view. That, that's asking a lot for a player. Joe, let's pass the baton to you. What are some of the defining moments in your experience using reps at the college level? Can you give us some examples of how it helped your players perform? Last year, I had a, a new quarterback come in and transfer. And by that time, it was probably our third year using the system. So I had a good library of our system built up. And between signing day, the first Wednesday of February, to when we started spring ball in early March, was about a five-week window. In that five weeks, that quarterback, we you know we were able to count in our in the rep system how many reps he got. He took somewhere in the neighborhood of 540 or 550 virtual reality reps in our system, and we did the math and tried to equate that in a college career, roughly how many seven on sevens you get per week in camp and training and and during the season and spring ball, and how long would it normally take to get that number of reps that came out to about a college career he compressed a college career's worth of reps into five weeks really only doing it twice a week for about 45 minutes and the difference from his first year trying to learn our system to when he came back to spring ball he went from being a backup to earning the starting job pretty dang quickly right and and it wasn't an easy task because our other quarterbacks are training in the system as well but it just made him so comfortable in the system. And you talk about the game slowing down for quarterbacks after years and years and years, compressing years and years into you know, weeks and their ability for them to see things and to get a variety of things that they normally would take forever, you know, take years to get. You can now track that and you can actually compress that. And as a coach, I was able to understand, all right, my guys are really good at getting to their rhythm or their read, their first read, their second read. But we're not great when we get to our third read, and I could measure that in our system. And I realize this because on the field, that doesn't happen very often either. Typically, the ball's thrown to first or second read. It's not often you get to your third read. But then I was able to create a training plan where they got nothing but second and probably 75 to 80% third reads, and that's all they were training. So now by the time they got to practice after three weeks, getting to their third read was nothing to them. Like, that's all they ever did. And the ability to do that and to control exactly what they're seeing and exactly what they're training is, that's to me a big game changer with the system as well, beyond, you know, as, long, as well as the ability to get way more reps than you normally would 
the brevity coding, which I'm sure you're going to get into and how that, you know, speeds up learning. But it's just, again, I'll make the caveat. Yeah, I believe in the system because I helped found it. But even I was shocked when I really started to use it at, at how quickly and how accelerated the, the process of learning our system became. A quick time out here to talk about what Dub has done with virtual reality and what he uses in Reps VR. Dub, what's Reps VR and how are you using it to train quarterbacks? Yeah, it's live VR, Keith, where you get in the headset and your mind can't tell the difference between a real-life rep and, and an actual virtual rep because we're filming with a GoPro 360, so we see full on 360 wherever you look. And so we've just created the scenarios and a put together a bundle with R4. We have two packages. We just released a new one, Coverage Weakness Course. And so we took the top 21 coverages that are used at the NFL, NCAA, high school football, and put those into virtual reality with our players. And so you get all the, the movements, the coverage rotations. Your quarterback has to drop back within 1.5 seconds before you the second last step is dropped. He has to call out the coverage and the weakness of that coverage from his shooter's view lens that he would see in a field. And I think we saw just a huge acceleration in our quarterback's cognitive ability to identify weaknesses in just practicing 10 minutes a day for just 30 days. I mean, you're just massive acceleration of growth. And we also have a coverage course also built in where we took the top 15 routes in football and put them through the primary different movement that defenders will use to take them away. So we'll put like, for example, a seam out there, you know, we'll have a, a apex, you know, nickel linebacker, we'll have a safety over the top and we'll just do different rotations and movements post snap to cap or uncap that route. And so the quarterback has to draw back and in the voice recognition technology, you have to call out capped or make a rip call if it's going to be, you know, covered or open. And so if you don't hit that, call at the appropriate time in the timeline and you're gonna get a negative grade on that you're getting immediate feedback and so you can keep repping that till you start to learn how to build that anticipation so this is just a way to accelerate growth and to build anticipation for a quarterback you can take this stuff home put it in his headset and get extra reps outside of practice i can't really express how valuable of a tool this is and so i try to put together just a tight package for coaches to buy and uh, to get their kids in so they don't have to go out and, and create all this themselves because it takes a lot of hours and, and to program everything and to capture it. So, again, it's available at r4footballsystem.com. It's a, the coverage weakness and routes training course. Joe, college coaching is all about recruiting, and recruiting quarterbacks can be very challenging because it's hard to measure their cognitive ability. Talk to me about how the reps VR system has helped you pinpoint quarterbacks that can make it at the next level i will say there's some interesting solutions for coaches that sort of didn't really think about when we first started the system but you know we when you wonder we had a recruiting weekend i'd bring quarterbacks into the vr room and i'd put them in the headset and just you know, trying to show off the system as a cool thing to make them want to come to our school but what i started to find is i was able to tell really quickly which kids could take information process it and apply it in the headset right? We can't take them on the field. We can't try them out in that regard, but I can put them in the headset. And we had a couple, one or two pretty highly ranked recruits that once I got them in the headset and, you know, I kind of saw how they reacted to it and the, the discomfort of learning things and, and applying them. I literally would walk upstairs to our offensive coordinator and say, Hey, this is not the guy because the guy we had in at the last visit took to this, like a duck to water and like was killing it within 10 minutes and, and this other guy just shrunk once you know you literally shrink and I said that's not you know that's not what you want in a quarterback 
so it's as an evaluation tool, I think we're just starting to just barely tap the potential of what it can be as an evaluation tool. Cause we all know anybody who's ever recruited or looked at guys trying that, that last thing that you can't evaluate with a quarterback until you really get them on the field and put them under pressure is that decision-making. And that's really, I tell my guys all the time, just quarterbacking is decision-making. Everybody can, you know, lots of guys can throw the ball set, you know, 60, 70 yards, but how many can make that decision? And then furthermore, how many can make that decision in a, compressed time frame under duress right well now we can actually for the first time ever without actually putting him in a game situation get him dang close and really see how he reacts and i'm convinced that we avoided a couple poor evaluation decisions by bringing these guys on visits and put him under the headset dutch chip kelly at ucla uses the reps vr training system for multiple positions and coach kelly is is it, you know, innovative coach and he's always going to be, you know, at the forefront of, of new things that are going to help football players. Talk to me about the impact that reps has had on UCLA, particularly their quarterback position and the success rate of other schools that are using reps. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, DTR is a good example. One of the things that we always heard before starting to work with them is, you know, extremely talented quarterback, but would have a, a hard time sometimes getting further into the, the reads. And so we introduced the system there. Uh, one of the ways that he would use it is he would take it home. Uh, and the way that the way UCLA has their system set up is every night after practice, their practice is uploaded into the VR headsets. And uh, using our Rover system, which is a portable system, each one of their quarterbacks has a headset that they can take to their you know, dorm room or apartment or wherever. And so he would take that back at night and go over the plays that he would miss during practice. And uh, what we saw, and again, you know, the importance of being able to measure decision-making, we saw uh, when he started his senior year, the ability to get much further into his read progressions and be much more comfortable doing it. So I think, yeah, that was a, a big advantage, a, advantage to give him those extra practice reps. What we've seen from uh, the schools that use it, uh, we're in about 60 high schools uh, nationwide, uh, over a dozen colleges, is our, our high schools uh, go deep into the playoffs at about the 87% mark. And uh, some of the schools that are our, our clients are perennial championship teams. So we certainly can't take credit for that, but there are teams that are going much deeper than they uh, were before adopting reps, and their their quarterbacks are getting MVP awards and and conference and team player of the the year awards. It just because their their ability to use their own drive and uh, determination to train, and the rep system that allows them to to train unlimitedly. Joe, the reps VR training is not just quarterback centric. It can be used with any position. You're a former offensive line coach. Talk to me about how other schools are using it with other positions and how it's accelerating their performance as well. Sure. Well, let's let's start with the offensive line. So uh, when I was the offensive line coach at Rice University, our tight ends coach is a coach named Bill Best. And Bill's a longtime offensive line coach. He's now after Rice, he left and went, became the offensive line coach at the University of Nevada and then moved with that staff to Colorado State. He adopted the system and just filming his offensive linemen. In fact, I think all five of his offensive linemen wear a camera in practice during live reps 
He's built a, a training system and a coding system for the two big thing he uses it for is for pass protection, for recognizing rush moves and, and the, all the strikes and counters that you use in pass protection just from one-on-one reps. But then he also uses it to help guys, help his offensive linemen determine twists and stunts more quickly and to call those out and to recognize uh, this is all, you know, the reps is all about pattern recognition, seeing things over and over to you see it so quickly that it's almost preternatural, right? It's almost like you're a Jedi. You can see it coming before it happens. And so he uses it for those things. He's also started using it for combination blocks. The biggest one, I think, is the uncovered guy on some zone schemes and determining when to overtake a down lineman, when to climb to the linebacker and all the reactions that happen in that. And that's really interesting to look at because you think things happen quickly from a quarterback's perspective in the pocket making decisions, making a decision on whether to overtake a guy or, or when a twist game's coming or what strike to use in the offensive line is, man, is that fast. I mean, it is. I've put, I've put the headset on to watch some, you know, take some of his guys' reps, so to speak, and it's crazy fast and what he's finding now is they're able to he's got a great clip of it too where they played I think it was Cal last year and they had a they just knew a specific rush move that their number one pass rusher had and he he had a lot of sacks I mean he might have been the sack leader in the Pac-12 I'm not sure um, at least for a while and they clued in on something on film that he did to tip off his his number one pass rush move so they had guys in practice simulate that simulate that that tell that slight tell that they picked up on and they were able, he's got video of his guys training that move in the reps VR system in the hotel the night before, and then absolutely stoning that move in the game. I mean, I don't think that guy got a pressure on the quarterback in that game because they had seen his number one move a hundred times during the week and were able to recognize it before it ever happened. And he said that was a huge difference maker for them just to see extra reps of what they're going to see on Saturday over and over and over. I also think the system's great for linebacker run reads and run fits. That's after quarterbacking. That's probably, in my opinion, the, the next best thing that it does. You know, imagine your quarterback in the, or excuse me, your linebacker in the offseason getting hundreds of reps at seeing his key, whether you read pullers, whether you read backflow, and, and then understanding and being able to, to use his voice to call out what his reaction is and where his fit is. Okay, and then as you as a coach get to grade that. Because, again, run fits and, and recognizing as linebackers, again, nothing but pattern recognition and just doing it over and over and over until you see it almost before it happens, right? It's that recognition factor. So those are the, the, the two biggest things at other positions that I've seen. I've also used it with our running backs for blitz pickup and keying coverage clues and understanding the calls that the O-line is making. And then we've come up with a brevity coding system, a word system, for them to understand who they're uh, responsible for in protection and then their reactions once the blitz comes, whether they pick that blitz up, who they pick up, where they're, where they're blocking them, those sorts of things. And that's been really helpful because you can, you can only get so many reps a week of all the different blitzes that you're going to see from an opponent. But again, we, I've, I've got video of my guys doing that in the hotel room the night before the game, getting dozen, two dozen reps in that poor game of all the different exotic blitzes that we're going to see. So they, the confidence factor going into the game for them is, is is a big deal, right? Their confidence is sky high because they've seen it over and over and over again. And it, in the game, it, it's relatively simple form at that point. So we're just scratching the surface here using it. Last year, I focused on quarterbacks. And this year, we've really 
dove deep this this summer with capturing video of, from the receiver perspective, and our receivers are in it today, just geeking out about seeing space and 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 practicing you know, different release strategies and we're coding, you know, what type of release strategy we should take at the line based on leverage of defenders. And uh, we have our former receiver just graduated. He's in division one now and he's in summer and he was come by today to talk and he said, Hey, jump in this real quick. And he jumped in, he was freaking out. I mean, it, it was like that story I had with getting the goggles on and going underneath the water for the first time. They're just amazed. It's like a whole new world and they got a new set of eyes uh, so I'm really excited to see, you know, where we can, where, where this this technology can take our team and, and take our players. Dutch, I want to talk before we end. I want to talk about brevity codes because R4, the R4 system, was built on on brevity codes, and it's a a military term and a military process that they use to accelerate cognition and make good decisions. Can you can you give us some background on the brevity code process and how you use it in reps and and why it makes you a better performer under pressure? Yeah, so brevity codes are really the, the foundation of how we uh, do our, our mission planning and uh, communicate, particularly in special operations. And what it does is it synthesizes complex, complex actions on the battlefield, uh, particularly ones uh, involving space and how space changes as, as players move through it. And the brevity codes allow you to assign one or two words to that complex behavior that defines what's going on. And when you can do that, instead of using, you know, a uh, hundred or a thousand words to explain this complex relationship that, that leads to a decision, if you can use one or two words to uh, synthesize and encapsulate that activity, the brain learns a lot faster. Not only does it learn it faster, but when you're in that environment and you're having to perform that, that action or make that decision, you recall it with higher fidelity uh, and much more accurate, accurately than you do uh, using uh, other learning methods. And so, you know, if you think of the brain using language almost as an operating system, that's what brevity codes do. The ability to use brevity codes in the system, it creates a common language between the coach and the players. Again, that common language is from the shooter's perspective, from that player's perspective. And so now you have a common language with common definitions. So when the coach says something, the player knows exactly what he means. And the same thing when the player comes off the field and is trying to explain something, that coach knows exactly what that player's trying to describe. Yeah, I think that's uh, w- one of the f- funnest things that that I that I do is when I go watch spring practice at colleges. When a quarterback throws interceptions, I always enjoy listening to the conversation between the offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, and that quarterback because it's like a two and a half minute dialogue between them. And they're a no huddle team, and here they are. They've snapped you know five plays after that interception. So, you know, brevity codes are key into eliminating that clutter. So, again, I think, coaches, you need something you need to look at. Dutch, where do we go as coaches if we are interested in looking at this technology and want it to be a part of our program? Where, where do we send coaches? Yeah, so I think you start uh, at the Reps VR website. 
www.repsvr.com and there's a, a coaches page in there and you can look at the system and you can contact us for a demo. You can also look at our YouTube page and on our YouTube page, we've got lots of examples of coaches across the country uh, that are using the system and how they're using it. And also individual players uh, have posted some of their stuff on there. So you can see how quarterbacks are, are using the system. Coaches, I highly recommend you checking this out. I've also put together some packages um, and partnered with uh, Dutch and Joe. I've put some R4 packages together. We're getting ready to release a new one, the Coverage Weakness course. If you're interested in, in looking at that as well, you can go to the r4footballsystem.com website and check that out. Again, there's a lot of, lot of stuff there for you to look at, and I highly recommend it. I can't say enough good things about it. It's really changed uh, the way I look at the game and how I coach. Joe and Dutch, we appreciate your time on the show. Thanks for innovating and making this game better. And we hope to talk uh, soon. Best of luck this season. Joe, finish strong, and we'll see you in the offseason. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, bud. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. Here are Winning Edge takeaways and ideas for implementation and some cutting-edge stuff here, Dub. Love the ideas. I love that you brought two guests on this one to get multiple perspectives. But tell us what you've come up with for the takeaways this week. Yeah, the first takeaway really is from a growth standpoint. We're, we're all governed and limited by time. And VR training breaks the time barrier that previously restrained the growth that up until now really could only be rep through live game reps. And, and the story that Joe shared about his transfer quarterback in college getting four years of game reps in just five weeks of training in the VR was mind-blowing. And I think that's when you start to do the math of just how fast you can accelerate a player's career in this VR headset, I mean, that's, it's game over for me. I mean, like, you know, here's my checkbook, you know, how much you want me to write? I mean, I think that's the, the biggest value for it's a time machine. Number two, from a training standpoint, I think a coach's biggest challenge is being able to measure decision-making in chaotic sub-second environments. And the reps VR training solves that problem with voice recognition technology. This product is customizable with its cues and the features to allow immediate type feedback loops. I mean, you get immediate feedback after a rep. You know if your quarterback called out the right coverage or saw the right indicator on that defender or didn't see that route as open or, or covered. Um, your player can no longer fake it with this technology. I think that's valuable, immediate feedback. Number three, from a recruiting standpoint, what better way is there to put a recruit in a rep's headset and go through five different defensive scenarios of Y cross to find out how fast and well he sees and perceives space and time? 
I think this could save college coaches their jobs on missing out on a hidden gem or offering a kid that's going to be a bust by just, you know, putting them in this headset for, for a couple minutes and have them crank into a couple plays. So, you know, I thought that was a really uh, fascinating idea that Joe had come up with in the college world. And there's so much more here. But, again, I think this is where the, the game is going. It's going into this virtual world. And if it, you don't want to get left behind. You need to get on it now. It's – 100% the truth. I know even a few years ago, having Hal Mummy on the podcast, and he talked about, you know, he sees in the future, and this is three years ago, that everybody, every school will have some kind of VR room for their athletes, not just football, for all their athletes to train them. And if, if you didn't, you'd be left behind. And, you know, maybe that's lagged a little bit behind. But now I see with what you've been able to do, the things you've been able to put together with Reps VR, as, what, as well as what they're doing over there that this definitely is the future of training. This is a game that requires so much in terms of decision-making really at every position. We focus on the quarterback position a, a lot in it is the most important decision-maker on the field. But I think once you start using the technology, you'll see how this really can work for all positions. So great job on putting this one together and thank you for all the work that you've done on the Accelerate Everything series here on Coaching Coordinator. I know our coaches have taken away a lot from this, and we look forward to doing more with you next offseason. Thanks, Keith. Everybody, hope you have a good season. Look forward to seeing you in the offseason. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com for additional resources, blogs, and sign up for our weekly newsletter, which gives the best tips from the previous week. Follow us on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.